Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Wax Quizzical. This is the podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven very few of the answers, unfortunately. We'll see if we can change that today with our guest. It's comedian Rose Piper. Uh, yeah, good day. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you for meeting me at my energy level there. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I feel like we have a similar energy level at all times, so we, yeah, we, we should true, mesh well. Actually. That's true. Yeah. Um, how are you Just doing? Chill, How's life? You're on, the, you're on the bloody telly this week. I am on the bloody telly this week. Uh, I'm I'm on uh, the lesbians episode of You Can't Ask That. <laughs> Finally, we've got trans. to lesbians. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that it's taken six seasons to get to yeah. lesbians, but yeah, I thought I'm pretty sure yeah. it's made by two straight white dudes, isn't it? So I thought lesbians would have been right up front, but um... yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> But here we are, oh, season dear. six. Finally, they can retire now. This is show. Can, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They can. Well, I think they're up. retiring on the uh, adult virgins episode. <laughs> are they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are any of the questions that you can't ask in Italian cooking the flavor-based soffritto is made by? No, is that the sort of stuff you got asked on the show? Uh, no, they were talking more about French cuisine. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that what? Is that one of the? Uh, Synonyms for lesbianism: French cuisine. Yeah. Oh, I th- yeah. What I, I what I should have said was a bunning sausage. Um, <laughs> I'd hear the stereotype. Totally, you would have hit that joke. It's a good joke. That bunnings joke. Yeah. <laughs> that comes out on the reg. Um, how how do you go with uh, quizzes? Perhaps not the ones that ask such um, detailed questions. You know, how did you go with newspaper quizzes? I feel like my confidence is a bit shaken lately, to be honest, because mm-hmm. uh, my, my girlfriend and I do the uh, Good Weekend Quiz every week, um, yeah. and we've we've not had a good run of results in recent weeks. Okay. I think we, 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 we were doing really well, and then something has really dropped off. We've, we've had some low scores. <laughs> okay. But, 
Well, the person Hopefully. who writes this quiz, Cindy McDonald, uh, used mm. to write the Good Weekend quiz and uh, has moved over to the Saturday paper where we get this one mm. from. Um, so perhaps right. if you were good at the old ones, maybe you'll be good at this one. There's a confidence yeah. booster for you. I'm, I'm hoping so, or at least just that the Brains Trust can uh, kind of push me into you know, a higher echelon. Well, that's it. We do have a Brains Trust to assist today. Uh, let's meet them now. First of all, it's a big hello to the Keeper of the Bells. It's Michael Cowley. Well, hello there. How are you? Very good, thanks, It's good Michael. to be here on the podcast. May I say it's a great honour to Thank- be asked to be part of it. It's the first podcast I've been on, and I'm, I'm just thrilled to be here to talk about Bells. Yes, well, thank you for taking time out from the Bells to uh, join us. What? Which Bells do you keep, exactly? I keep the church bells for the, the, the village of Little Tynal. Um, we, we like to say we've got big bells in Little Tiny, but that's that's just a joke that we make because Tynal does look a bit like the word tiny. Yeah. But um, it's it's not tiny uh, by any stretch of the word. The, the, the name is quite old and the town is much bigger now right. as a consequence of They've put in three new housing developments on the west side of town that used to be old Mr. Rumley's farm. And um, and so we've we've grown by somewhat almost five hundred people in the last in wow. the last three three to four years. Almost which a city. Is quite quite big. Are the bells yes, still the... able to reach across like when you ring the bells, are they able to reach across the whole Oh yes. Village? Oh yes. When John Gilligan uh, designed the bell tower mm. in 1812. He designed it that the bells would be able to be heard as far away as the the western hills. Those are the hills, uh, confusingly to the east of the village, because <laughs> the, those are to the west of Tynal, which is of course Little Tynal being the smaller of the two towns in the Tynal Valley. <laughs> uh, and the Western Hills uh, are to the east of Little Tynal, would you believe, which a lot of people do get confused by. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> That's great. Well, I was going to say, now that we've sorted out the geography of the town, which is important, and thank you for that, um, what is, what's, um, you know, what are the jobs of the bell keeper? Is it a dawn to dusk gig? Do you... Very much so, Karen, very much so. So, my job will usually be to clean the bells. They need to be cleaned once a week as they're made of brass. Right. Uh, and so they need to be cleaned. Uh, the original bells that once hung here were made of copper, but they were melted down during the First World War to help the troops. And we now have a brass bell, and it has a much a much more warm sound than the copper bell would. And so I clean that once a week, and then I also have to keep the tower uh, in relatively good order and on Sundays I often come in just to help with the service there's a mass there at 10am and you're more than welcome if you ever get over to Little Tynal <laughs> uh, not that I imagine you would but you know you are more where we have we have a mass at 10 mm. and I'll help with the tea often uh, the rector will <laughs> will will get me yeah. in to help are you are you ringing those bells Michael never with a no I wouldn't ring them no Rosie that's not um and may I say, it's a great pleasure to meet you as well. But uh, no, I've, I've, I've not been a, I'm not a bell ringer, <laughs> just a keeper. Um, if you find me ringing the bells, then something's gone wrong. <laughs> it, All right. Well, um, Michael, thank you for being here. But you're not the only member of the Brains Trust. We also have 
uh, a wine mum with us, which is exciting. A big hello to Jan Barnes. Nice to see you. Good to be here. Good to be Thanks anywhere, you. if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. So, uh, what what um, what's uh, the what's the job of a wine mum? What makes that different from a regular mum? Oh well, I am recently retired. Jan Barnes, sixty two years young, and um, I retired not long ago. I actually sold my business. Um, <laughs> I was a bit of an entrepreneur, uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm being honest. And um, I used to work in kitchen equipment, lease to buy, um, and oh, yeah. that was um, that was my it was sort of my empire that I really built actually, and. Um, mm-hmm. So when I uh, sold that for a modest mozza, um, if I'm, if I'm, and I, I want to be honest with you, obviously, at all times. And so I sold it for a modest mozza. And ever since then, you know, I sort of, I found myself a bit listless. Um, you know, I've been such a tycoon my whole life. And, um, and so I just sort of, I was gathering things to do. And I love a wine. I do. I love I love a Pinot Noir with a couple of ice blocks in there, out on the back veranda, watch the sunset, listen to the birds, have a chinwag with my girls. But um, you know that can't be uh, that can't be all you do because it's sort of it becomes a bit of a slippery slope. And mm. um, yeah, so I just I don't know. I love to do I love to take on new challenges, try classes, do a podcast here and there when I can. Yep. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of classes. Oh, great! That's great. So, um, uh, that's that's a lot there. Uh, <laughs> that's a real ride into the life of Jan. Um, and do you mind? Because you, you've mentioned it a couple of times there, a modest mozza. Mm. You set up Jan. You're 62 now. You know, you've still got 40 years ahead of you. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I am. I, 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 do you mind me asking what's a mozza? Well. Kyron, I wouldn't want to divulge that sort of personal information, oh, but I'll tell you this much. I've bought a boat <laughs> and it okay. just sleeps Graham, my husband and I. So it's a it's a single birth boat. Yep. Um, much like myself, I've just got one daughter, so I'm a single <laughs> birth woman. Uh, and uh, Lizzie, she lives in New York. She works in marketing. Great. Um <laughs> <laughs> Great. How do you feel, Rose? Is that, is that? I'm feeling good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little disconcerted because Jan, you sound a lot like my girlfriend. Uh, it, it's, it's just really, it's, it's interesting. That must be disconcerting. Does she have yeah. a nice voice, Rose? Is she? A nice she does. Lady? She's got a very lovely voice. Oh, that's good. Mm. I look forward to maybe meeting her one day after this. We could go grab a wine. Oh, that sounds delightful, Jan. <laughs> Shall we do a quiz? I'd Sounds love great. To. I love the quiz. Question one. In Italian cooking, the flavour base soffritto is made by sautéing onion, carrot, and what other vegetable? In Italian cooking, the flavour base soffritto is made by sautéing onion, carrot, and what other vegetable? Michael, do you get to cooking much in Little Tynal? Uh, I, I, I do, but I've nothing so fancy as Italian <laughs> cooking, no. Um, I say a pre- I'm a, pre- a pretty, pretty ordinary kind of fellow in that kind of respect. What do you like? What do you like? Uh, I would have What's your go-to on a weeknight. Well, if it's winter time, I'll tell you what I do like to do is I'll go down to Mary Brooks. She lives on the corner from me. She has a market garden. She sells them on Saturdays in Tynal. And I'll go down to her in the winter time and she'll give me perhaps a, a, maybe half a punnet of, of Brussels sprouts. And I like to cook that up. 
and just I'll eat them just with a bit of butter on it. Butter. And maybe maybe butter, some salt. Just sauteed butter and brussel. That's my <laughs> that, that's my favorite thing to eat in the whole mm-hmm. world. Do you, is that is uh, do you have a name like in your recipe book that you've written out all your own personal recipes? What's at the top of the page there? I call that I call that butter oh. sprouts. <laughs> because they're Brussels sprouts. <laughs> And what I've done is I've put butter yes. on them, Karen. And so instead of Brussels, it's butter as well. So it kind of sounds similar. Mm. It does sound like that. Yeah. It does. A, a buttered a buttered sprout. I did think of calling them buttered Brussels, which does mm. sound nice. And it has that, you yeah. know, that nice <laughs> assonance of having all That's of right. those didn't vowels together. But uh, I thought that if I wrote that down, and if somebody gets my recipe book after mm. I pass on, then they went look at that and they'd say, What a Brussels what 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 the devil a butted Brussels <laughs> because they might not know that they're Brussels mm. sprouts. Well but but like buttered sprouts could be so many things, you know. There's there's, there's more than just Brussels could have sprouts. Could have been alpha alpha sprouts. This is true. Well I I didn't think about that, but <laughs> we don't have too many alpha alpha sprouts here. Yeah. In Tynal Valley. But you do make me wonder. <laughs> Jan, did you venture into Italian cooking? Kyron, you won't believe this, but my husband Graham and I, we so we married, he's my second husband, we married Lander in life, and we mm-hmm. took our honeymoon not that long ago to Positano. Wow. On the on the Amalfi Coast, and it was gorgeous. It was divine. And we had a lovely <laughs> time. And we did in fact do an Italian cooking class. When you were, while you were there in Positano, yes, and we made pasta, and we paid uh, over two hundred euro for the um, for the experience. And I'll tell you what, you Bargain. needn't bother. It's quite difficult and time consuming and expensive <laughs> to um, do a pasta. I could have oh. given you the recipes for free, oh, Michael. <laughs> if only I knew. No, I wouldn't have um, been messaging you when I was on my honeymoon. I was I was loved up to the gills, to be honest, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, it was, yeah, we did do that cooking class there in Positano. And um, Rose, if you need a hand, I actually think I've got the answer to this. What What do you think it is? You, you pour in a few wines into the sauce and whatnot? That's right. To make a, to make a ragu, um, mm-hmm. you do, do you start think it's wine? With, um, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's, it's going to impart flavour, but I don't know if that's the third ingredient in the holy trinity of the sofrito. Mm. I don't think that's specifically what they're referring to. But I'll Rose, you have a you have a go. What were the first two again? Carrot and onion. Carrot and onion. That sounds like that that feels like that'd be in your wheelhouse, Michael. Just like a nice carrot and onion soup. <laughs> if you do need a hand, I do know the answer to this, but that's but that's neither here nor there. Why, why don't we do a cute thing where you both seem to know the answer? So what if I count down to three and then you both say the answer? If you'd like, but do you not know it now, Rosie? Uh, look, I'm uh, I'm more of a KFC kind of gal myself. Uh, <laughs> not uh, not overly well versed in uh, any kind of cooking, let alone you know other cultures. I I love that idea. That sounds like a fun game to me. I'm always up for playing a bit of a game. All right. Well, let, let's do that, shall we? All right. Are we are we ready? Three, two, one. Celery. Oh. That was fun to do, Jan. I knew you had it in you, Michael, as well. Let's lock it in. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do it. I'm going to trust the Brains Trust here. 
All right, I'll put celery. Question number two. True or false, Madison Square Garden was named after a United States president. Maybe this is one for you, Jan, because your daughter Lizzie lives in New York, of course. Yeah. She does. She lives in New York. She um, works in marketing. Um, Oh, I love going to visit her there. It's so exciting. And she's one of the um, thousands of Australians stuck overseas at the moment, and I'm absolutely gagging to see her. How long has it been now? Well... I tried to get her back for Christmas on points, but um, uh, she could only get, they only get two weeks off work over there and she works in marketing in New York. And she um, she would have gone through quarantine, had Christmas mm. night with us and then had to be back on a bloody plane the next day. So it just didn't seem worth it. So it has been, Crazy. you know, over, over 18 months since I've seen her. Have you visited New York before that, before the pandemic? Yes. Oh, I love it. She lives in this really cool loft apartment. That's what they call them, a loft. Yep. It sort of just means it's one big room, which um, she was, she didn't love having me there in the apartment with her because sort of it is all on the same, there's no walls as it were. Um, uh, and yeah, she sort of. No walls. So the, the bathroom. Yes. Well, it is New York and it's um everything sort of the toilet Very is modern. sort of. Um, yeah, it's like she, it's sort of like an art installation kind of thing, very dada, but, very um, bohemian. It is, it's so bohemian, industrial chic. I loved it. Um, yep, but you do have to shit in front of everyone in the yes, room, yes, unfortunately, mm. and it's quite confronting. Um, uh, especially, but art is confronting, isn't, isn't it? it? And oh. I just, it just feels like you're living in a movie when you're over there. Um, and yeah, it was not, maybe not my favourite kind of movie when, um, you know, I had to see my daughter changing her tampon, but uh, <laughs> it was, um, it was an experience. And that's what I love about going travelling is getting all new experiences. Where did you go? What did you see in New York? Did you see the sights, hit all the tourist traps? Yes, we did. Um, She takes me out to really fun restaurants. Um, She took me to one, uh, a ramen restaurant, which is noodles. And um, (laughs) I love that. That was like, uh, it's like noodles. Um, It's like noodles uh, in a soup, isn't it? A little bath of noodles. Yes, exactly. And all you smell. Quite common, actually. Quite common in Melbourne. A sort of... um, popped up everywhere now oh yeah well that's sort of what i noticed over there it's like the trend starts there and it's it gets over here and i reckon if you go over there and you can do a bit of trend spotting you could make a modest mozza for yourself kyron (laughs) (laughs) have you ever ever traveled michael i can't actually say that i have traveled all that much i've not left the united kingdom i've never been to scotland um i did go to wales once for a summer right. holiday in school and we went across <laughs> to Bangor for a seaside holiday. I didn't ask where Tynal is. Tynal is in it's in South Yorkshire. It's it's a small valley. It runs along uh the Tynal River which flows eventually into the Tyne. Um mm. the Tynal I think was named by the Danish uh, it was part of the Dane law until 1650 i believe and mm. the title l the little diminutive l there is from i believe from danish means little so it's the little time which is also the name of the town so it's sort of little time little it is well no no really exactly yes little <laughs> little little time little yes yeah little mm. little time so, 
we would say. Uh, so you've not been you've not been overseas, but have you seen on? Um, have you, do you? Are you into music? Do you see Madison Square Garden crop up in you know big concerts? I have heard the name. Yes, Karen. I have DVDs. Oh yes, I have heard the name Madison Square Gardens come up. Yes. Um, but mm. for me, it's always one of those places that I imagine, you know, like the like the garden, the hanging gardens of Babylon or something like that, you know. <laughs> so I've not been the city there. Of Atlantis. Exactly. Yes. So I've not I've not not been there myself. But uh, what was the question again, Karen? Because I, it was true or false. Madison Square Garden was named after a United States president. Well, I mean, that could be true, couldn't it? Do you, yes, or ha- false. How many US presidents do you think you could name? Because surely Madison would be in there if that's who it's named after. Unless it's like John Garden or something like that. Well, there, hasn't been, there hasn't been a female president of the United States yet, has there? Like Madison. I don't, that's, so, so that's sort of leading me to believe that that might in fact be a falsehood. Do you think, oh, you think it's named after a first name? Mm. Oh, well, I guess that's not really... Because I think they tend to they tend to use the last name like well, it's not what about President the Bob Bill. Labor <laughs> yeah. That's the that's Bill Square Garden. And the last name. Mm. I mean, oh, that's true. I suppose Madison Square was the original square upon which the gardens were built. Mm. And Madison Square, often when you you're naming a square, you would name it after someone that could be a president. Or in our mm. case, in Little Tynal, the square <laughs> is named after a former priest. Oh, what and Father who? Badrum, Badrum Square. Father Badrum. Mm. Badrum would you square. say that the goings on in Little Tynal is a bit like an episode of The Vicar of Dibley? I, I do love that show, that program. With good, it's Dawn French, isn't it? It is. Yes. Yes, yes I do like that. Well, oh, look out, you've eaten your tinsel. Uh, <laughs> sometimes well, it I is. Add... Sometimes it is, actually. I said the other day, Maggie came into the service on Sunday. We have the service every Sunday at 10 a.m. Maggie, she's, mm. she's one of my neighbours, actually. She lives just down the road. And she came in and, and she she had a whole bag full of eggs. I said, Maggie, what do you got a full bag of eggs for? She said, I'm on my way to market. I said, Maggie, it's Sunday. You're at mass. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> and she said, oh, where is my head? And we all laughed. We laughed. So there's lots of well, stories funny, funny. like that, you know. Yeah, it's like mm. they've taken your life and put it on the telly. Sometimes I do yeah. think that. Well, Madison was a president. I can confirm that. We can president confirm Madison. that. Yeah, one of the early ones. Ooh, how do we feel? Whether then? Madison Square Garden is named after that president, I'm not sure. Or, or, or maybe they could be leading us down the garden path, as it uh, were. Oh, because it's Madison Square Gardens. Yeah. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Rose? What do you What do you want to lock in? You know what? I'm I'm going to say that they're trying to double bluff it, and I'm going to lock in true. We'll put true. Question number three: What is the name for a male rabbit? And for a female rabbit. I imagine there's a few rabbits getting about uh, down there in Little Tynal. <laughs> we, we do have the odd rabbit, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, I did... Is it Peter? <laughs> Peter. And what was his... What was the other little one's name? <laughs> Beatrix <laughs> Potter's <remember>. books. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is something that I do think that I know. And if you give me just a moment... 
<laughs> or maybe I'll confer with Jan uh, while, while you're having a thing. In the meantime. I feel like yeah, it might I... be one of those things like a they're, they're similar to another animal, like a mare and a stallion or something. Like, do you sort of, mm. do you feel what I'm, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. yeah I'm, That's I'm... sort of how you felt on the honeymoon with Graham. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. A couple of rabbits. Well, Graham. <laughs> Graham's a bit of a stallion. He is. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know what? He's got a bit of go to him still. He's in his, he's 65 <laughs> and, um, and he's virile. He's more yeah. virile than I expected he would be at his age because he's also got a bit of a paunch. But as <laughs> I like to say, it's a bit of cushion for the pushin. That's just, yeah. no, sorry, that's a dirty joke. I shouldn't say that. But, no, we do have a very, very tender and um, a tender love life um, mm. that is peppered with sort of quite quite extreme um extreme examples of um well i don't want to say i don't want to say anything too out of turn but we we like to we like to um keep it spicy Mm. okay so i got distracted i I got distracted is it a stallion and a mare that's what i'm saying a a female stallion and a mare um has it Come to you. It's Michael. not come back to me at all. It's that's quite frustrating. You know, when something's right at the tip of your brain, and all I can mm. think about are ducks. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of the rabbit versus the duck problem? Oh, they're, they're age old enemies, Rosie. They're at each other's <laughs> throats. No, I yeah. cannot. That's, that's gone, I'm afraid. Do you think they're named after, like, like, do you think we're on the right track, though, that they're named up that similar to, like, a a bigger animal, you might not expect them to be named they in this do, way. They do have two different names. I just, I mean, the only two things that are coming to me are jackrabbit, which I believe is another kind of rabbit and not the actual male rabbit name. Yeah, and, then, and a hare. And, yeah, and hare. And then coney, which I believe is the children of a rabbit. Oh, um, is that not a bunny? A bunnyken, maybe. <laughs> Oh, or a bunnel, as we call it here. <laughs> yeah, I know I, I've not, I've not got this. This, the, it's not coming to me. I'm sorry. What do you reckon, Rose? Stallion and mare—that's the closest we've got. Yeah, I mean, like, I grew up with rabbits, so I feel like maybe I should, uh, I should know this. But uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the only answers I could come up would be uh, Misty and Casper, which were the names for the male and female rabbits we had. So <laughs> I could I, put Misty and Casper if you like. <laughs> Uh, mm, I'm tempted, but <laughs> I think I might, I might I might go with Jan on this one. I might go okay, with Stallion and Mare. Stallion and Mare. Question number four. Which actress links the characters Lisa Fremont, Tracy Lord, and Frances Stevens? Do you have a library in Little Tynal, Michael? <laughs> we do have a library. It's a, a library. You Can you imagine this, Karen? On wheels. Every Thursday... <laughs> Every Thursday, <laughs> the the main library in time, they do yep. they drive a they drive a, a community van down here to Tynal, and we can go. We mm. rent out books, and then when you want to return them, you take them the following Thursday. So I go down, they park just down on Badrum Square, just <laughs> and I, I I go and I can get any book I want that they've got in the trolley. That's great. And you're getting into uh, these. Have you heard of these audio books? I've never quite got got around them, you know, Aaron. I, I've got a lot, not, lot, a lot on my oral plate with the bells and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, I don't want to be having my big headphones on listening to listening to an audio book and then miss something's gone wrong with the bells. <laughs> yes, so you can hear because, of course, you don't ring the bells. It's just your job to clean them. That's right. So when you're sitting at home and someone else is ringing the bells, can you hear if they're not clean? Oh yes, tiny imperfections will change the tenor, you know, of the bell. So, you know, mm. the note will slightly change. I'll be sitting there one day. I'll tell you this, Karen. I was, it was a Tuesday, I think. And they were ringing the 12 o'clock bells. We ring the bells at 6 a.m., 12, at 6 p.m., except on a Sunday. And then they ring at 10 a.m. to call to mass. And they, they ring at 11 and then also at 12. And then as well. So there's, there's five bells on a Sunday and three every other day. And at Christmas, we ring them quite a bit too. Um <laughs> You just go mental at Christmas, do you? Yeah. Christmas, it's sort of anything goes. <laughs> Is that the one day that you might be able to get in there and give it a bit of a ring? Oh, I wouldn't. I, oh, you wouldn't catch me around the bells ringing them. You know, you can, yeah. It does sound like you once rang them and are now no longer allowed oh, to ring yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting Look, that vibe. We've, there's a very strict hierarchy around the bells here, a little tiny. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wouldn't want to jump on anybody's toes. And, I, and I, I, I'd hate for Margaret to be picking up this podcast and hear that all all michael's got desires on ringing her bell and i, 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 I that's not what i want you know that's... do you ever get the feeling like you want to though michael like you're up there you're cleaning them do you ever give them like a little ding just a ding? well i mean part of my job is i have to do sound the bell so i have a little bell hammer and i'll and i'll, I'll tap that around but uh not not I've I've looked at the ropes. That's just for you. I've looked at the ropes certainly, and and gosh, you know, there's not a Christmas goes by when I hear those bells just going bedlam that I That's... that I don't think about pulling that rat rope myself. <laughs> yeah. Do you, yep. as the keeper of the bells, are you responsible for checking on who is ringing the bells? Like if they're ringing, you gotta you gotta check that it's it's oh, not yes. it's not meant to be. Yes, there are only three keys to the bell tower. There's one that I have. Uh, there's one that's kept in the church, and then there's another that's kept by the bell ringing. And and so in in the case sometimes you'll you'll hear the bell ringing, and I think, well, that's odd because I know Margaret's on holiday, so you'll go up <laughs> and you'll you'll check in and you'll see, oh, I see, it was David who's a, he's a junior bell ringer, and he'll he'll, he'll have been ringing them while she's away, and and that sort of thing. You know, at Christmas time, I'm often up there two or three times a day because you know people are going mad for the bells. Um, we call them the twelve <laughs> bells of Christmas sometimes, um, but there's often mm. more than twelve. <laughs> Before, when you said you know you you imagine pulling on that rope, and um, and that you sound the bells just with your own little hammer, that sounds very intimate. That sounds like because the bells are ringing just for you, you know. That's true. Yeah, it's it is an intimate job. The bellkeeper. Um, mm, I think you just form, you and the bells, just you two together. You do form a sort of relationship with the bells. You become quite mm. close to them. Um, you know, the bellkeeper before me, uh, the late Agnes Cortegue. Uh, she she said to me when she handed over the keys on her last day, she said, "If you ever find yourself naming the keys or naming the bells, that's when mm. that's when you've gone too far over the edge." And she, yep. it, it, you know, you call it. They call it bell madness in the in the bellkeeper game. Uh-huh. And I've been lucky to avoid it, but you certainly do get the temptation. You know, yep. you're spending as much as you know, twelve to to thirteen hours a week with these bells, keeping yep. them clean exactly. and tuned, rubbing them, dreaming of pulling the rope. <laughs> yeah. 
tapping them off. Trying to stop yourself from naming them. Often yep. you'll breathe on them just to see <laughs> your own breath. But mm. Have you ever written ah. your name in your breath? On oh, I, I, wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that, Rosie, no. <laughs> no. Have you ever fucked a bell, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not answer that question, Karen. <laughs> what do you reckon? What actress links the characters Lisa Fremont, Tracy Lord, and Frances Stevens? Jan, have you ever come across these characters? You seem like a your... cultural lady. I imagine you read on holidays, don't you? I read a lot. I read Marion Keys. I've read every single Marion Keys book there is. Um, and that's just sort of a bit of light reading. I also, I've read Michelle Obama's uh, biography about six times now, <laughs> um, which I loved. And oh, yeah. But I've never heard of these. Are they characters or are they actors? Uh, well, it's an actress who links the characters. So I guess there's an actress who has played Lisa Fremont, Tracy Lord, and Frances Stevens. If we don't know any of those characters, we are just basically looking at multiple choice of actors, actresses okay. we know. Yeah. I feel like a safe bet is the one, the only hero, personal hero of mine, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, mm. of course. Because yeah, you're in love with Meryl I Streep. I love you? her, and I—that's who. If and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it does happen, that someone wants to make sort of a biopic of my life. <laughs> Meryl, she's who I yep. want to play me. And not just sort of now, but throughout my life. I would like I would like her to play me, you know, as a as a oh, younger yeah. woman, as a girl. Um, because they can do that with CGI that's these days. Right. Can't they? Oh well also Meryl's just so fantastic. She's got the range, got doesn't she? The range, Rosie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Meryl. What do you reckon, Rose? Do you want to put Meryl Streep or do you know any of the characters, Lisa Fremont, Tracy Lord and Frances Stevens? I no, I'm 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 gonna back Jan in with uh, with Meryl because I couldn't tell you who a single one of those characters are. I'm not very cultured. <laughs> okay. Just, Question five. Just before oh, we sorry, move on, Michael. I think that a female rabbit is called a Jenny. Ooh. Jenny, you reckon? Unless that's a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. In the popular nursery rhyme one two three four five, which finger did the fish bite? Does your cultured experience extends to nursery rhymes, Rosie. Oh, is that like a new one? I, I, uh, I, I don't... Popular, popular, it says. Popular nursery rhyme. One, two, three, four, oh, five. Maybe I'm out of touch. <laughs> a one, two, a three, four, five. Do you remember that song? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Great track, isn't it? Yep. All right, so I want to look in Angela. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you sing this nursery rhyme to Lizzie, Jan? One, One two, three, four, two, five. three, four, five. No, we did. Oh, she was she was absolutely bonkers for Hickory Dickory Dock. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, this one. This isn't. Um, sorry, Michael. I don't mean to to trigger you, but this isn't ringing any bells. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, that Jan. <laughs> Have you not? Has no one made that joke to you before, Michael? I can't, I can't say that anybody has. Actually, <laughs> I'm Do you have any kids? That, I'm writing that down. <laughs> I'm going to use. I'm going I'm to use that on Sunday, and it'll absolutely. That will be fun to do. I'll say, oh, it's not ringing any bells. And they'll all look at me and they'll say, Michael, did you know that you work in a bell tower? It'll bring the church to its knees, but not at the point in church where you're supposed to get on your knees. Oh, that's also good, Rosie. I'll put that down too. I 
do like these. Do you, do you have any kids, Michael? I don't know. I like to think of the children. Uh, the bells are my children. But you haven't come to name them yet. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, you're treading the line, yeah, Michael, yeah. I feel, thinking of them as children. That's true, actually. She did warn me that might happen. Although it does, it does sort of raise questions about you not wanting to discuss whether or not you'd fucked one of your children. <laughs> yeah, this is true. That's t- well, the answer was no to that, but I mean... I- oh, okay. <laughs> Partly because but you said you I, wouldn't want to go into it. Well, because partly because I think of them as my children, and I didn't want to reveal yeah. that to you in that way. <laughs> I see. Yeah, fair. But I, um, well, I guess... I've never heard of that rhyme. One, two, three, four, five. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, I feel like it's very rich to call it popular. Um, um... Mm. I would say the fish, if you're going to eat any of your fingers, it'll be the pinky every time. Mm-hmm. It was a larch, actually, in the title that... The old Mr. Rumry, he used to he used to drive a lorry, um, and he used to come out and he scare the kids. This is back in the sixties. You won't remember this, but back in the sixties, you'd have these lorry drivers would come around and visit the Aye. schools, and he'd come out and he'd go, "Oh, look at me! I'm a lorry driver." He'd say, "Oh no, it's the lorry man," and he had a finger missing, and he'd show us that. And a large took that finger from him when he was a boy swimming in the tide. So that was his pinky. Well, I guess we've got two pinkies, though. You know, we've got a left and a right. Oh, sure. That's this true. nursery rhyme can't go into that much specific detail. But you don't reckon? Okay, we'll just, you want to just put pinky then? I feel like specificity is the the sort of main purview of uh, nursery rhymes. They deal in fact. You know, you don't go into backstory. You just find out who the you know who ran away, ran away with, with the, the spoon. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very, they live in the now nursery rhymes, don't yeah, they? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. What do you reckon then, Rose? Do you want to put... Uh... Um, do, you, do you think you want to agree with Michael Jan and go with Pinky? I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. All right. Let's lock it in. Little Pinky. It's like a little white bait or something. All right. We'll put Pinky. Question number six. In computing, the acronym RAM stands for what access memory? Does the local... Library have a computer that rolls around town? We did have a computer, but the priests wouldn't have it. Uh, <laughs> they thought it was demon go horribly wrong. That's right. So uh, we got rid of that computer. Um, uh, people in town do have it. There's a lot of, uh, as I said, there's a new development on one side of town, and uh, those, a lot of them do have computers. I've not one myself, but I did read a book on computers, and I think that... <laughs> I think that I, I do know the... To get it out at the library. Mm. I did. At the book, we have one on wheels, would you believe? <laughs> and they, they had a book on computers, and I thought, well, this is the next best thing for me to try. So I gave that a read, and it was it was quite gripping, really. Do, are, Real are, you very techie, <laughs> are you very techie, Jan? I imagine you'd have Facebook and Instagram, wouldn't you, Jan? Yes. Love Facebook and I love Instagram. Um, I've never really got around the the Twitter thing or the LinkedIn thing, um, but mm. the yeah, I do. I love the computer, and you know, I think a lot of women of a certain age are a bit intimidated by um, uh, the techie stuff. But not me. I really grabbed it by the lapels and and shook it into submission because I wasn't going to be left behind. No, no, siree. I can really see you with an iPad in your hand. They've got a good camera. 
<laughs> and when you sort of, if you take a photo on your iPad, you can really see the image nice and big straight away. So I do like right. to, um, it's a good travel yep. companion. It's almost life size, isn't it, when you hold it up exactly. there in front of you? Exactly. Something I like to do as well when I go to museums, when I'm traveling, I take photos of all of the sort of um, plaques that give you the description and the information so I can go back and read it again later. <laughs> Sounds as ripping a read as the uh, book on computers. It's a real who, don't it? <laughs> it was Bill Gates in the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The acronym RAM stands for What mm -hmm. Access Memory. I think this is actually the same as a Daft Punk record. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I was going to go with with random. Yeah, that's. I think. I think we know it's random. I'll put that down. Question number seven: In what year will Halley's Comet again be visible from Earth with the naked eye? No iPad required. A. Twenty sixty one. B. Twenty sixty six. Or C. Twenty seventy one. Ooh, did either Halley's of you see this go around Comet. the first time? Oh gosh, this has got me feeling morbid. I'm I'm now questioning if I'm going to see it. I didn't see it last time. I was um, I I'd taken, I I smoked what I thought was going to be a menthol cigarette, but it in fact wasn't. And um, and I'm not proud of it, but I I did. I think what they call it that I greened out. Um, oh yeah. And on the night of Haley's comet. Yes. Comet. Um, so unfortunately, I missed it, and now sort of confronted by the fact that I might never see it. It's actually yeah. quite a fun coincidence, Jan, because I actually also greened out um, <laughs> during the last Haley's comet. We have a tradition called the Green Man, where uh, someone dresses up totally in green as a guardian of the forest and they scare children on uh, one of the evenings around town and uh, sometimes you can get a bit carried away and I and that's what happened to me and I, I just sort of got lost out out in the forest for about two days so wait so you were one of the children or you were the green man I was a green man I was a green man I was out there carrying on Take, rubbing mud and such on my face, being a guardian of the forest, it, it really spoke to me in a way. But um, we all have our wild times in our youth, I suppose. I don't think that's got us any close to the answer. No. They're all very well, well when they do this well, as well, because it's 61, 66 or 71. They're all very close. They're sort of expecting yeah. you to not be able to guess generally which decade it might be in, but have to actually have the information. Yeah. Does any any like how often does it come around? That's that's the question. Is it like every hundred years? Is it you know? That's a good question. Biannually. Well, I think the last time was in the nineties. I want to see. Or the early two thousands. I think it might have been earlier than that. I think it might really? have been earlier than the nineties. I don't think I've been alive during a Halley's comet. I remember past. reading a lot about it in the newspaper, but. You know, but I'm obviously a man of advanced age, so my youth, <laughs> my youth would be certainly beyond the nineties. Guys, I think you should just trust your instincts, trust your gut. Trust my gut. I want to. Uh, I want to go with sixty-six. Sixty-six. Yep. Put down do sixty-six. It. Question number eight: The capital city of which of these countries comes last? Alphabetically, the capital city of which of these countries comes last alphabetically? Croatia, Serbia, or Bosnia 
and Herzegovina. Herzegovina. Have I pronounced that right, Michael? Herzegovina. Herzegovina. No. I don't know why I turned to you, Michael, to, <laughs> to help <laughs> me with the pronunciation. Well, I, I do like to read the atlas. <laughs> do you? I do. I yeah. do. Have you got your own atlas, or do you hire that out of the? I do have a. I do have my own atlas. Um, I Great. thought that's one of the books that you're going to have for. So you're going to read that a lot on the course of your life. So that's worth. Mm. That's worth buying. So when I was, I think I was 23, I just had a pay packet come in. I'd been working, and I, I went down and I went. I took the train. Uh, that that back then there was a train that ran uh, from Tyne over over to. Uh, to Brunley and I went to Brunley and I, and I bought myself an atlas. It's outdated now. Um, the Soviet <laughs> Union isn't what it was. Um, and a lot of these countries but, that you're talking about were actually part of Yugoslavia. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. still kept the regional names on there. So Croatia, Serbia or Bosnia and Herzegovina. Well, the, yeah, yeah. the capital of, of Serbia is Belgrade. So unlikely Belgrad. to be that. The ca- the capital yep. of Croatia is Zagreb. That's true. I've I've been to Zagreb after um, Lizzie finished uni. Her and a few of her friends went on a trip to Europe, and they did sort of a whole Euro trip. They um they got one of those bus like a Kentucky tour kind of thing. They did that, and I just sort of drove behind. I just sort of <laughs> followed along and drove behind, and like I wasn't sort of butting in or anything, but I was just. I just thought it would be fun and, um, yeah, so... I want to see that your daughter's safe. I wanted to see she was safe and, you know, I thought I've always wanted to go to to these parts of Europe and and I'm not going to butt in, I'm not going to make a nuisance of myself, but I'll just... And, you know, I snuck in and paid for a few dinners and, um, (laughs) you know, and I sort of checked on some of the boys that she was having kisses with at the nightclubs and just made sure that they were yep. sort of the right sort of guy for her. And turns out they weren't. And, um, <laughs> and what do you do in that situation where you've checked in on some of the boys? Mm. Oh, well, I sort of, I'd tell them I'll break their kneecaps if they, <laughs> and, um, and yeah. you know, a lot of the time, sometimes I'll, I'll sort of like physically, physically block them from, um, from, from getting close to her. Sort of stand in the yes. way. Kind of Gandalf, yeah. you shall not pass. Kind of. That's right. Yeah. Um, but Did you become the eye of anyone's affection yourself while you were there? Uh, yes. Well, it was so maybe, you know, I, it could be argued that one of the reasons that I did did follow her was because it was not long after my divorce and I sort of was grasping at um, emotional straws a little bit and um, – I did. I, I. I didn't. Um, there was actually a, a a woman that I had a um, a, a romance with, and and I just Ooh. think that that's it's something nice to have um, to have explored in myself. Her name was Maria, and it was in mm. it was in uh, Zagreb. In Zagreb, Agreed. yeah. And she, she sort of she had a heaving bosom that. Um, <laughs> That I found quite hypnotising, and um, you know, I'm glad that that's been part of my journey. Yeah. Mm. I Me can't too. remember what the capital of Bosnia Herzegovina <laughs> is. <laughs> I, I reckon it's safe to say that we could probably lock in um, Zagreb. 
Although so Serbia then yeah. or Croatia, Croatia rather. Mm. Although Bosnia Herzegovina, something is coming into my mind that there could be something called Sofia that might be spelt with a Z. That's what I was going to say. That I think it has a lady's name. Is Sofia oh. not um, Bulgaria? You're. I think you're right. Happy lock in Croatia. I, I'm, I'm quite happy to. I think. Yep. All right, we'll put that down. Question nine. Pulmonary relates to which part of the body? Pulmonary relates to which part of the body? The lungs. That That is correct. That was easy. Oh. <laughs> Happy to put down lungs. Question 10. Okay, move on. <laughs> which two Formula One drivers have been on the top of the podium for the first five Grand Prix? Grands Prix, rather, mm. of course. The plural is in the first one. <laughs> Five Grands Prix of the 2021 season. Uh, do you do you like your sport, Michael Cowley? When you when you're waiting to get back to cleaning the bills? Uh, I've never been much of a sportsman. Um, I, I'm mm. good at sort of some of the standing and throwing games, you know, darts and and coits and pool and such. <laughs> but bocce, bocce's a bit a bit rich for my tastes. <laughs> But this is not one that I know. My sister would know this, hands down. She's a big F1 fan. Um, but hmm. me, I'd say the only name that comes to mind would be Daniel Ricciardo. Ah, good Australian boy. Is he Australian? He, he is. I think he, I think he might be a personality. Well, then I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. They'd, that wouldn't go down well at the church. No, well, they would not <laughs> let me in on a Sunday, that's for sure. What about you, Jan? Have you got KO? I don't have KO. I've just um Graham doesn't have KO? Oh, I don't I don't keep tabs on what he's watching. He loves <laughs> he sort of goes into he's got a bit of a man cave um that he sort of set up above the garage and I just sort of leave him to it. I think it's important for us to have our own rich inner lives. Um but I don't really know much about the F one. I think I loved that Schumacher. He was a bit of a hunk, <laughs> but I don't think he's sort of driving anymore. I don't really get it. I just think it's sort of they're just going in circles, aren't they? But if they're hunky, I'll watch. Well, you <laughs> might want to uh, have a have a bit of a watch for Daniel Ricciardo then. Very, very handsome, young, strapping young lad. And I think they're all quite fit, aren't they? Yeah. Because like, you think, oh, they're just driving cars, but they actually keep themselves in... Tip top. You're getting yeah, paid a which... million dollars a minute to to race a car. You've got a lot of time on your hands. Uh, yeah, <laughs> may as well get shredded. <laughs> Is that similar to the rates you get for your bell? Not planning? far off it. I'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are you in pretty good nick, uh, Michael? Well, the the church do pay me a small salary. Um, it's which is enough to you know keep 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 the leaks out of the roof. Um, <laughs> is it very physical work, bell keeping? It's the it does keep one in good shape. I mean, I have there's there's uh, 119 stairs from top to bottom. Um, I I would if the architect you must was have still dynamite alive, calf muscles. Oh my legs, they're pumping. They are pumping. They are. If I if I could have a word to the architect who designed the church, I would have said, "Make it 120 steps, would you?" Yeah, but, <laughs> but it is nice because or put a lift in. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that would be nice actually. But it is. 
<laughs> so the best we've got at the moment is Ricardo and Schumacher, or do you want to go your own way, um, Rosie? I uh, have a vague passing knowledge, which I didn't have because I really don't enjoy Formula One racing at all. But uh, Lewis Hamilton has been mm. the kind of big guy of the last several years. And I think Nico Rosberg really? as well. But I, I feel like I've heard people mention Daniel Ricciardo lately. So maybe maybe Lewis Hamilton and Daniel Ricciardo. I think okay, back yourself on that, Rosie, because I've just taken a name I've seen in the newspaper. Or that my sister, <laughs> my sister's mentioned to me on the telephone. Hey, so, but why why would you be in the news if you weren't winning F one? You know. Yeah, I suppose. Oh. Um, what do you reckon? I'll, I'll give you half a point if you get half of that right. How do you yes. feel with your ten questions? I, I, you feeling alright? I think we've we've done quite well. I feel like these That's... are two very learned people. Jan, very worldly. Mm. Oh, Michael done me. some reading in the mobile library. <laughs> you can get along to a library in, in, in your, at least once in your week. It, it it really does brighten the whole week up. All right, let's see how you did. Question number one was, in Italian cooking, the flavor-based sofrito is made by sauteing onion, carrot, and what? You said celery, and it's celery. Yay. Woohoo! I've got to thank Question the Brains number. Trust on that one. I had no idea. Question number two was true or false? Madison Square Garden was named after United States president. You said true, and it was named after James Madison, the fourth president of the United States. You were right. It was an early one. Question three, what is the name for a male rabbit and for a female rabbit? You said stallion and mare, but it's buck and doe. Buck and Mm. doe. So it was like a kind of equine. uh... Mm. (laughs) I'm Mm. kicking myself, Rose. I'm really sorry. That's where that term jumbuck comes from. There you go. Jump back in his uh, swag. I think that refers to number four. Refers to a lamb, though. I I don't know. It's confusing. Which actress links the characters Lisa Fremont, Tracy Lord, and Frances Stevens? You said the one and only Meryl Streep, and it's Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. That makes sense. Question five in the popular <laughs> yeah, nursery because rhyme. She's an actress. <laughs> she's another. She's an actress. Yeah. <laughs> Two, three, four, five. Which finger did the fish bite? You said pinky, and it's the little finger on the right hand. Oh. It was more specific. Do, do we? Do we get half a point for that? I'd say that should be yes. half a point. I mean, it's not a. <laughs> it's, it. I've never it. heard that nursery rhyme in my life. Not usually this generous, but I'll give you half a point oh, there. Yes. Question number six in computing: the acronym RAM stands for what? Access memory. You said random and it's random. We're, we're not doing Question, too bad, guys. I know. <laughs> Especially with these half points. Question number seven <laughs> In what year will Halley's Comet again be visible from Earth with the naked eye? You said 66, but it is 61. Uh, that's all they get you. Yeah. It was. Uh, Don't it was last seen in 1986. Question eight. The capital city of which of these countries comes last alphabetically? Was it Croatia, Serbia, or Bosnia and Herzegovina? It's, I can't say that. I can ne- I'm can. i never going to get that. The answer was Croatia. Think of, think of saying it in Michael's accent and say it, Herzegovina. Herzegovina. You said Croatia, and it is Croatia. That's four so far. Question number nine. Pulmonary relates to which body part? You confidently said lungs, and it's lungs. And question number 10, which two Formula One drivers have been on the top of the podium for the first five Grand Prix of the 2021 season? You said Lewis Hamilton and Daniel Ricciardo, and it's Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. So 0.5 there as well, yeah. giving you one, two, three, four, five, six out of 10. Not bad at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Anything over 50% is a pass. So. Correct. You're one over, C+. Plus. How about that? Uh, congratulations. Um, thank you, Michael Cowley, for bringing your 
uh, worldly knowledge, not just of bells, but also things you've picked up in the moving library. It's, it's you know, it doesn't just move uh, its wheels. It also moves the brain. Yeah. <laughs> Gets the wheels going up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. I mean, it's it's such an exciting job to have the to be the keeper of the bell. I certainly wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, except perhaps a bigger bell. <laughs> <laughs> You've had Agnes Cardigan before you, but I mean, in your elderly years, it must be almost time to hand the baton over. Is there anyone in line for the uh, job? There's a young fellow from Australia that I think would be yeah. quite good at this. Um, Why do you think he'd be quite good? What's the skills that he has? He likes to sit and read and yeah. just, you know, absorb facts that would otherwise be useless. Um, <laughs> and quite a good community yep. figure, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> likes learning people's names and buying their vegetables. Does he have a name? No. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, you just have to... Well, you'll just have to check the copy of the podcast, I guess. Uh, Jan Barnes as well. Thank you so much for taking time out of your leisurely lifestyle, you know, just stopping off from the boat. And, okay, um, that's all right. It's nice to just do something different, you know. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah, Graham loves it when I sort of get out of his hair for a bit. So it's um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I feel like I've learned a lot. Yeah. And every day is a school um, day. In life, isn't it? <laughs> Did you take? I mean, you take you took classes in um, in Italian cooking. Yeah. Of course. Do you do you have any other hobbies? Do you get out? Do you do anything like in, um, in that spirit of every day being a school yeah, day? Well, no, I've done a lot of classes. Um, I did uh, graffiti for beginners. That was really good. Um, <laughs> we sort of started with tagging, moved into stenciling, and then um, it was you know there was the extension where we sort of learnt about sort of stealth and escaping from uh the pigs um so that was uh that was really good um have you tried improv jan there's um there's a bunch of great people in sydney who who do these who do these um improv classes and have you thought about doing that before oh yes i love improv I've done improv. I've gone down to It's Theatre Sydney. Um, that's where I've done my improv classes. And, um, mm. oh, and who I are some was, of the... <laughs> they've asked me not to come back and I'm, I assume it's because I'm too yeah. talented at it. Yeah. yeah well, you've probably, you've, you've passed. Yes. I've, I've, yeah. I surpassed sort of what they were able to teach and I did start to try and... Name and shame. Who, who was it that told you not to come back to improv? Uh it was it was Steen Raskopoulos, actually. Oh. He's, he, <laughs> right. he sort of put the kibosh on me. <laughs> I thought it might have been Jen Mackey. Oh, Jen Mackey. No, she was she did take some of my classes. She was a fascinating teacher. Um, gorgeous girl, isn't she? I did I didn't know Jen's actually my girlfriend. I didn't, Is that I didn't right? know that you've that you've had run ins with her. Oh no, she was good. She um asked me to stop uh getting in contact with her outside of class hours. She sort of said You're getting into my head, you're taking over my thoughts. Please give me a break. Uh, well, thank you, Jan, uh, for being here, and I hope you get to see Lizzie soon. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm going to FaceTime with her after this. So, well, not FaceTime because it's a Samsung, but it's the same thing, but for Samsung. 
Well, thank you for being here, Jan. Uh, and Rose Piper, congratulations. Six out of ten. Not too yeah, bad happy with at that. all. Thank you for having me on. Lodge that. An absolute pleasure. Uh, will people be able to catch you on You Can't Ask That on the ABC? And if not, are you round as well? I mean, there's gigs still going on in Sydney, There, there are gigs here and there. Uh, I think uh, I'll, I'll, I've got a couple of gigs coming up at the Stonewall Hotel, uh, one on the 5th and one on, I believe, 19th of June. Uh, I'll, I'll be at Yeah, the Girls at the Chippo on June 6th. Uh, you you oh. can catch me uh, uh, American Psycho the musical on the third uh, just in the crowd watching, um, <laughs> um, but I'll be well, enjoy I'll that. be having a great time. But uh, yeah, I, I I post gigs and stuff <laughs> on my social, so it's just at Rose Alice Piper on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Right. Come along, say hello. Well, thank you for being here. Congratulations on six out of ten. That's it for Wax Quizzical. We'll see you next week. Uh, goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.